This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. God calls Latinas to lives of influence. Find mentorship in 12 women of the Bible, including Esther, Rahab, Mary, and Lydia, who navigated challenges of brokenness and suffering, being bicultural and crossing borders. Keep listening for more information. And by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable. This is IVP. Listening to Get in the Word with Truth's Table. Presented by Innervar City Press. The Daily Audio Bible Podcast, read by Dr. Christina Edmondson and Akemeni Uwan. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes, that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading, Psalm chapter 32, by David, a well-written song. How blessed is the one whose rebellious acts are forgiven, whose sin is pardoned. How blessed is the one whose wrongdoing the Lord does not punish, in whose spirit there is no deceit. When I refused to confess my sin, my whole body wasted away, while I groaned in pain all day long. For day and night you tormented me. You tried to destroy me in the intense heat of summer. Selah. Then I confessed my sin. I no longer covered up my wrongdoing. I said, I will confess my rebellious acts to the Lord. And then you forgave my sins. Selah. For this reason, every one of your faithful followers should pray to you while there is a window of opportunity. Certainly, when the surging water rises, it will not reach them. You are my hiding place. You protect me from distress. You surround me with shouts of joy from those celebrating deliverance. Selah. I will instruct and teach you about how you should live. I will advise you as I look you in the eye. Do not be like an unintelligent horse or mule which will not obey you unless they are controlled by a bridle and bit. An evil person suffers much pain, but the Lord's faithfulness overwhelms the one who trusts in him. Rejoice in the Lord and be happy, you who are godly. Shout for joy, all you who are morally upright. Psalm chapter 103 by David. Praise the Lord, O my soul. With all that is within me, praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, O my soul. Do not forget all his kind deeds. He is the one who forgives all your sins, who heals all your diseases, who delivers your life from the pit, who crowns you with his loyal love and compassion, who satisfies your life with good things, so your youth is renewed like an eagle's. The Lord does what is fair and executes justice for all the oppressed. The Lord revealed his faithful acts to Moses, his deeds to the Israelites. 
The Lord is compassionate and merciful. He is patient and demonstrates great loyal love. He does not always accuse and does not stay angry. He does not deal with us as our sins deserve. He does not repay us as our misdeeds deserve. For as the skies are high above the earth, so his loyal love towers over his faithful followers. As far as the eastern horizon is from the west, so he removes the guilt of our rebellious actions from us. As a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on his faithful followers. For he knows what we are made of. He realizes we are made of clay. A person's life is like grass, like a flower in the field, it flourishes. But when the hot wind blows, it disappears, and one can no longer even spot the place where it once grew. But the Lord continually shows loyal love to his faithful followers and is faithful to their descendants, to those who keep his covenant, who are careful to obey his command. The Lord has established his throne in heaven. His kingdom extends over everything. Praise the Lord, you angels of his, you powerful warriors who carry out his decrees and obey his orders. Praise the Lord, all you warriors of his, you servants of his who carry out his desires. Praise the Lord, all that he has made in all the regions of his kingdom. Praise the Lord, O my soul. Deuteronomy chapter 3, verses 12 through Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 14. Deuteronomy chapter 3, beginning at verse 12. Distribution of the Transjordanian allotments. This is a land we brought under our control at that time. The territory extending from Arar by the Wadi Arnon and half the Gilead hill country with its cities, I gave to the Reubenites and Gadites. The rest of Gilead and all of Bashan, the kingdom of Og, I gave to half the tribe of Manasseh. All the region of Argob, that is, all Bashan, is called the land of Rephaim. Yair, son of Manasseh, took all the Argob region as far as the border with the Gershurites and Makathites, and namely Bashan, and called it by his name Havoth-Sair, which it retains to this very day. I gave Gilead to Machir. To the Reubenites and Gadites, I allocated the territory extending from Gilead as far as Wadi Ornon. The exact middle of the Wadi was a boundary, all the way to the Wadi Jabok, the Ammonite border. The Rift Valley and the Jordan River were also a border from the Sea of Kinneret to the Sea of the Rift Valley, that is the Salt Sea, beneath the slopes of Pisgah to the east. Instructions to the Transjordanian Tribes at that time, I instructed you as follows. The Lord your God has given you this land for your possession. You warriors are to cross over equipped for battle before your fellow Israelites. But your wives, children, and livestock, of which I know you have many, may remain in the cities I have given you. You must fight until the Lord gives your countrymen victory, as he did you, and they take possession of the land that the Lord your God is giving them on the other side of the Jordan River. Then each of you may return to his own territory that I have given you. I also commanded Joshua at the same time. You have seen everything the Lord your God did to these two kings. He will do the same to all the kingdoms where you are going. Do not be afraid of them, for the Lord your God will personally fight for you. Denial to Moses of the Promised Land Moreover, at that time, I pleaded with the Lord, O Sovereign Lord, you have begun to show me your greatness and strength. What God in heaven or earth can rival your works and mighty deeds? Let me cross over to see the good land on the other side of the Jordan River, this good hill country and the Lebanon. But the Lord was angry at me because of you and would not listen to me. Instead, he said to me, enough of that. Do not speak to me anymore about this matter. Go up to the top of Pisgah and take a good look to the west, north, south, and east, for you will not be allowed to cross the Jordan. Commission Joshua and encourage and strengthen him. 
because he will lead these people over and will enable them to inherit the land you will see. So we settled down in the valley opposite Beth Peor. Deuteronomy chapter 4, verses 1 through 14. The Privileges of the Covenant. Now, Israel, pay attention to the statutes and ordinances I am about to teach you, so that you might live and go on to enter and take possession of the land that the Lord, the God of your ancestors, is giving you. Do not add a thing to what I command you, nor subtract from it, so that you may keep the commandments of the Lord your God that I am delivering to you. You have witnessed what the Lord did at Baal Peor how he eradicated from your midst everyone who followed Baal Peor. But you who remain faithful to the Lord your God are still alive to this very day, every one of you. Look, I have taught you statutes and ordinances just as the Lord my God told me to do, so that you might carry them out in the land you are about to enter and possess. So be sure to do them, because this will testify of your wise understanding to the people who will learn of all these statutes and say, Indeed, this great nation is a very wise people. In fact, what other great nation has a God so near to them like the Lord our God whenever we call on him? And what other great nation has statutes and ordinances as just as this whole law that I am about to share with you today? Reminder of the Horeb Covenant. Again, however, pay very careful attention, lest you forget the things you have seen and disregard them for the rest of your life. Instead, teach them to your children and grandchildren. You stood before the Lord your God at Horeb, and he said to me, Assemble the people before me so that I can tell them my commands. Then they will learn to revere me all the days they live in the land, and they will instruct their children. You approached and stood at the foot of the mountain, a mountain ablaze to the sky above it, and yet dark with a thick cloud. Then the Lord spoke to you from the middle of the fire. You heard speech, but you could not see anything. Only a voice was heard, and he revealed to you the covenant he has commanded you to keep the Ten Commandments, writing them on two stone tablets. Moreover, at that same time, the Lord commanded me to teach you statutes and ordinances for you to keep in the land that you are about to enter and possess. New Testament reading, Romans chapter 4 through Romans chapter 5. Romans chapter 4, the illustration of justification. What then shall we say that Abraham, our ancestor according to the flesh, has discovered regarding this matter? For if Abraham was declared righteous by works, he has something to boast about, but not before God. For what does the scripture say? Abraham believed God, and it was credited to him as righteousness. Now to the one who works, his pay is not credited due to grace, but due to obligation. But to the one who does not work, but believes in the one who declares the ungodly righteous, his faith is credited as righteousness. So even David himself speaks regarding the blessedness of the man to whom God credits righteousness apart from works. Blessed are those whose lawless deeds are forgiven and whose sins are covered. Blessed is the one against whom the Lord will never count sin. Is this blessedness then for the circumcision or also for the uncircumcision? For we say, faith was credited to Abraham as righteousness. How then was it credited to him? Was he circumcised at the time or not? No, he was not circumcised, but uncircumcised. And he received the sign of circumcision as a seal of the righteousness that he had by faith while he was still uncircumcised, so that he would become the father of all who believe but have never been circumcised, that they too could have righteousness credited to them. 
And he is also the father of the circumcised, who are not only circumcised, but who also walk in the footsteps of the faith that our father Abraham possessed when he was still uncircumcised. For the promise to Abraham, or to his descendants, that he would inherit the world was not fulfilled through the law, but through the righteousness that comes by faith. For if they become heirs by the law, faith is empty, and the promise is nullified. For the law brings wrath, because where there is no law, there is no transgression either. For this reason, it is by faith, so that it may be by grace, with the result that the promise may be certain to all the descendants, not only to those who are under the law, but also to those who have the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. As it is written, I have made you the father of many nations. He is our father in the presence of God whom he believed the God who makes the dead alive and summons the things that do not yet exist as though they already do. Against hope Abraham believed in hope with the result that he became the father of many nations according to the pronouncement, so will your descendants be. Without being weak in faith, he considered his own body as dead because he was about 100 years old and the deadness of Sarah's womb. He did not waver in unbelief about the promise of God, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God. He was fully convinced that what God promised, he was also able to do. So indeed, it was credited to Abraham as righteousness. But the statement, it was credited to him, was not written only for Abraham's sake, but also for our sake, to whom it will be credited, those who believe in the one who raised Jesus, our Lord, from the dead. He was given over because of our transgressions and was raised for the sake of our justification. Romans chapter 5. The Expectation of Justification. Therefore, since we have been declared righteous by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have also obtained access into this grace in which we stand, and we rejoice in the hope of God's glory. Not only this, but we also rejoice in sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance character and character hope. And hope does not disappoint, because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts through the Holy Spirit who was given to us. For while we were still helpless, at the right time Christ died for the ungodly. For rarely will anyone die for a righteous person, though for a good person perhaps someone might possibly dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love for us, in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Much more then, because we have now been declared righteous by his blood, we will be saved through him from God's wrath. For if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his son, how much more since we have been reconciled will we be saved by his life? Not only this, but we also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received this reconciliation. The Amplification of Justification So then, just as sin entered the world through one man and death through sin, so death spread to all people because all sin. For before the law was given, sin was in the world, but there is no accounting for sin where there is no law. Yet death reigned from Adam until Moses, even over those who did not sin in the same way that Adam, who was a type of the coming one, transgressed. But the gracious gift is not like the transgression, for if the many die through the transgression of the one man, How much more did the grace of God and the gift by the grace of the one man, Jesus Christ, multiply to the many? And the gift is not like the one who sinned. For judgment, resulting from the one transgression, led to condemnation. But the gracious gift from the many failures led to justification. For if, by the transgression of the one man, death reigned through the one, how much more will those who receive the abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness reign in life through the one Jesus Christ? 
Consequently, just as condemnation for all people came through one transgression, so too, through the one righteous act, came righteousness leading to life for all people. For just as through the disobedience of the one man, many were constituted sinners, so also through the obedience of one man, many will be constituted righteous. Now the law came in so that the transgression may increase, but where sin increased, grace multiplied all the more, so that just as sin reigned in death, so also grace will reign through righteousness to eternal life. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. Merciful God, gracious God, I thank you for the good news of the gospel. I thank you so much, O God, for just a testimony, O God, of Abraham's faith, O God, while he was yet uncircumcised. What a miracle salvation is, O God. What a gracious gift, O Lord, that you extend to all of us, O Lord God. Not requiring legalistic, O Lord God, works, O God, but requiring faith in the one whom you sent, Jesus Christ. Thank you so much, O God, for the second Adam, Jesus Christ, O God, that through his obedience, O God, your faith through grace, O God, reigns for those of us, O Lord God, who trust in him. I thank you, O God, that this gift of salvation is available to all of us, God. And I just ask, O Lord, that you would draw Draw many, 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 many unto you, O God. Show them the beautiful light of the gospel, God. Thank you so much for your your love, O God, that reaches down, O God, that holds us, God. Thank you for hope. Thank you, O God, that that hope is a person, the Lord Jesus Christ, O Lord. And there's times, O Lord God, that when we're hoping, O God, it's risky. It can feel risky to hope for things that haven't yet come to pass, O Lord. But I thank you that ultimately, Lord, even if the things that we hope for do not come to pass, we thank you, O God, that hope is a person, the Lord Jesus Christ, who is seated at your right hand, interceding for us right now. Thank you for that good news that even when we let go of this hope, hope is holding on to us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for Jesus Christ, our great high priest, O God. I pray all of this in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus. Amen. God created his Latina daughters to live into the incredible plans he has for each of them. But many have heard cultural messages that make them doubt their adequacy. We have not seen many Latina women in positions of leadership and more mentors and role models are needed. The authors of the book, Hermanas, look at the lives of women in scripture and share their own journeys as Latinas and leaders. You are not alone. Join your sisters as you become the Latina leader God has called you to be. Get your copy of Hermanas, Deepening Our Identity and Growing Our Influence today from IVP. And as a listener of this podcast, you can get 30% off plus free U.S. shipping when you use the promo code The Word. That's promo code T-H-E-W-O-R-D at IVPress.com. We pray this time of getting the word with Truth Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag GetInTheWord and hashtag TruthsTable. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, Think about these things, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Go with God. 
Get in the Word with Truth's Table is a production of InterVarsity Press. For 75 years, IVP has created and published resources that deepen lives for Christ to engage the university, church, and the world. Visit ivpress.com for more information. Our Bible reading plan is from biblestudytogether.com, and the Bible version is the new English translation used by permission. Sound engineering is from Pottery Studios, and our executive producer is Helen Lee.